0: Hi and welcome to another episode with Lattice Training. Today I have with me Sam Webster. So she is a Pilates teacher and she specialises in pregnancy and postpartum. So welcome. Hi. (laughs) Good to be here. Do you just want to start um, telling me a little bit about Pilates and the sort of core sort of concepts behind it? I personally don't know anything about Pilates. We've just been talking about that. Um, So yeah, and maybe how that... Fits so nicely into pregnancy and postpartum?
1: Yeah, well, um, Pilates is um, basically a practice that involves six principles. Concentration, control, centering, precision, breath and flow. And in order to do any movement, you start with those foundational principles. So um, in terms of recovery for postnatal, um, it's a very essential concept and principle to establish before going into some more challenging training Um, we look at how can you move better how can you recruit from the right place so that when you're doing more heavy loaded training it's not going to create injury or strain or you know if you've had something like a c-section you're not going to do damage around the scar and that kind of thing
0: Yeah, I think that's really important because I guess we're going to go on to talking about climbing. But as you can, as you know, I know you've worked with climbers and some aerial gymnasts. When you get back to these big movements or this thing that you love, I think often it's quite easy to not have formed those sort of slightly like deeper connections again and you're quite distracted when you're climbing um you know imagine when you're doing a sport there's all these other things going on so yeah definitely
1: yeah and it's just about kind of um reorganizing your body again it's been through so much in your pregnancy and through childbirth everyone has a completely different experience so it's um it's just trying to get back to you know when you're pregnant and you when you you know giving birth everything's about kind of externalizing getting things out your tummy's getting bigger you know um your baby's coming out and then it's you know postpartum's all about bringing it back and you know centering is one of the core principles of pilates and it's just how do we do that and how can we get the brain to recognize what our new center is
0: yeah yeah and I think you made a really good point there like you know over nine months like a lot has changed and I think there's maybe this Misconception, or people are just hoping that things will just be back like that. But actually, there's this whole process. Um, So, you mentioned centering there. And I guess that makes me think of, you know, like our core, which we know is really important to movement and climbing, as well as really connected to sort of our proprioception of our body, you know, our arms and legs. Um, So, when we think about core, and maybe before we go into pregnancy and we've been through birth, we maybe think about our abs, you know, we do crunches. but it is so much more than that. And I think probably going through pregnancy and birth really sort of illuminates yeah, that yeah. to a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know, could you just maybe um, from your perspective sort of explain the core and how it functions yeah. well and what it is about Pilates that helps with that sort of good core function? Yeah,
1: That's a really important question and concept. And um, I'm glad you've actually asked it because... Um, There's a lot of people like core. It's just here, you know, but what is it? So you've got your six pack muscles, Mm -hmm. your rectus abdominis muscles. Okay. Um, And we work those and they're kind of on the surface of the body. Then you've got your deeper muscles. So you've got your lower transverse abdominals and then you've got your diaphragm, which helps Mm -hmm. with your breathing, your pelvic floor, which is obviously a really important area of Mm -hmm. the body in pregnancy and postnatal. You've also got your back muscles. And you've got these small little muscles that are close to the spine and quite deep, your multifidus muscles. Mm -hmm. And all of those are kind of working with your QL, um, your internal and external obliques, so all the things that help with your rotation. Um, That's all your core. And that's where your power comes. So in Pilates, we have this concept of powerhouse. Mm -hmm. And all of those structures need to be set in the right position to recruit and then to do any movement so whether you're doing an arm lift or whether you're doing a leg lift it all needs to come from this kind of deep muscle Mm. recruitment you know and that also includes your your breath yeah which is really important because in order to find your core breath is one of the quickest ways to get there
0: yeah and I think that's one of the things I have seen out there that people can maybe do first you know I think people have want to get back to exercise, yeah. they want to get back to climbing but this reconnection with the breath is actually sort of a ah. fundamental place to start and it's interesting because we've just done this postpartum survey which we will yeah. be sharing our, the responses with you once we've gone through them but something that did come up was I guess anxiety or fear getting back to climbing and that mm-hmm. connection with the breath is also really closely related to that emotional state so Definitely. I guess that's something that Yeah. Something like Pilates might help people reconnect with before they go back to a sport that has this quite mental element to it. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, there's, you know, there's many practices, even yoga, meditation, these kinds of things. There's a real emphasis on breathing. Mm. And um, one, it relaxes you gets you in a really good zone Mm -hmm. mentally um just the biomechanical movement of the lungs expanding is going to help loosen up this middle back which can get really tight Mm -hmm. especially with as we develop with the bump um so it's kind of bringing all of that back oxygenating the the muscles so that they recoup better mm. get blood flow to the right areas so you know breath is really really important you know but it's also in pilates we have a type of breathing called lateral breathing mm-hmm. so we breathe and expand sideways to really maximize the output of our lungs yeah. and how can you do that under load like mm-hmm. a plank or you know a pull up or something like that so you know it's it's a full mind body spectrum, you know, um, it's a very holistic approach to the body and with the breath, but it can be quite anatomical as well. Mm. So we want to incorporate both, especially if you're an athlete.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that. I can totally see how that would carry through to getting back into climbing really mm. well. So I guess we've touched on the breath, which from what I see is often one of these first things that you can do because yeah. you can do that reconnection and I I guess, I don't know, you might be able to correct me here if I'm wrong. It can be done before complete recovery, maybe of your sort of any like abdominal separation or, you know, maybe there's still healing that someone's going through. So is that something people can do straight away, shall we say? Yeah. So
1: usually if I'm working with someone who's, um, you know, in postnatal recovery, the first thing I want to see is how they're breathing. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not breathing effectively... Then you'll probably, and what I find actually is um, a lot of people tend to breathe abdominally. Mm -hmm. So if you've obviously had the separation, um, you want to try not avoid that type of breathing naturally when we sleep we do breathe abdominally there's nothing wrong with breathing down in that space especially yeah. if you follow some kind of flow of energy mm. but in terms of training and recruiting correctly mm-hmm. you want to practice this kind of lateral yeah. breath and there's different types of breathing in pilates as well we could go over that at some point point. Um, and then also you know motherhood is quite stressful Okay, you I can all imagine. of a sudden, <laughs> you know, especially if you've been quite an independent person, mm. all of a sudden you, your whole being is around this child. So you'll, I'll often find that people have got so much tension and they're just breathing up here. Yeah, chest breathing, breathing
0: yeah. like it's sort of classic, isn't it? If you imagine someone who's in a really stressful position, you, you imagine like sort of, <laughs> it's, it's all up here. Tension, yeah.
1: breastfeeding, if you're breastfeeding, even just holding the little one, mm-hmm. it can just cause so much tension and anxiety. Yeah. So we want to try get the breath deeper into the lungs mm-hmm. and try just settle this area a little bit as well. Yeah. And that, you know, is fundamental before even starting yeah, doing yeah. any kind of muscle stuff. Yeah.
0: More. So I guess um, on that at what sort of what sort of is the timeline maybe after someone's had a baby that you might start working with someone or that you have and is there anything sort of stand out that really affects that timeline in your experience
1: yeah um so as a general rule we kind of say after six weeks Mm. come and start your um, foundational training however Um, every person's completely Mm -hmm. different if you've um, had a c-section for instance um, you might need a bit of a longer period of time you know there's factors you know a prolapse can affect your recovery and you know sometimes people do need um, subsequent surgeries afterwards you know and generally that six week period is a time for you just to kind of (laughs) realize you've got this baby and how much yeah. your life has changed people are quite exhausted and mm. um, I find often you know um, mums with their first child mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit need a little bit more time than somebody who's had a first a second a third uh, sorry a second or third um, child mm-hmm. um, just because it's all very new yeah, yeah. so you don't want to add the pressure to get you know because some people get very obsessive about I've got to get back to training. I've got Mm. to get back in it, um, you know, especially athletes, you know. um, But take that time. It's a mental and emotional process Mm. as well. And you will get there. But, you know, I usually say between sort of six to eight weeks, um, unless there's been some very serious complications. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in that time, I guess, with the breathing, like you said, maybe the rib breathing, is that something that maybe uh, people would just try and incorporate a bit of focus in that area throughout their day or is it the sort of thing where actually you could stand in front of the mirror for five minutes and focus on that or yeah. does it not matter I don't know Do you yeah to- um
1: I personally think that um you know prescribing a specific you know time period is completely individual really um just whenever you can, mm-hmm. think about your breath. How am I breathing? Am I feeling stressed at this moment? Mm. How can I breathe better? Doing a little posture check as well is mm. quite good. Where am I feeling those discomfort areas? Um, can I just by leaning a bit more into my toes find that sense of abdominal breath connection better? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes people tend to breathe very outwards and up yeah. here and just kind of getting that centering. And that's not going to do any damage or yeah. do, you know, it's very complicated, but it just helps you reconnect a bit. Mm. You know, any time when you're waiting for the kettle to boil, think about how you're breathing in that moment and where are you standing in that moment in yeah. terms of your posture.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's probably really nice for people to be like, this is something I can do. And also to Definitely. know it's safe as well. Yeah. Um, So I know you've worked with climbers specifically and we were actually chatting a little bit before about some of the challenges with um, people that come from certain sports that have these quite big movements and maybe quite big dominant muscle groups and stuff like that. Um, I guess from your work with climbers, do you think there is anything that stands out as like certain cues you have to give them or I don't know anything that you think sort of?
1: (laughs) The biggest thing that I noticed with all the athletes I've trained is... They're very strong. They Mm -hmm. like to do the big movements. They like to use the superficial muscles, but less is more. So starting really basic, working on your stability is usually the first point of call. You know, finding, like, can you actually recruit the small muscles that support those bigger Mm -hmm. muscle movements? And, you know, finding, you know, where those weak areas are, because it's easy to kind of mask certain movement patterns Mm -hmm. um well incorrect movement patterns with bigger muscles but over time that's when you get your repetitive strains and your injuries and so you know just really thinking about less is more find the smaller movements you know first because that's actually and that's a lot to do with posture setup yeah yeah as well
0: so i guess like to turn probably most of what we've talked about on its head we've talked about a lot of things that you can do Mm. I'm also quite interested, from your perspective, if there's anything you think should really be avoided. I know, say, nowadays on the internet, there's quite a lot of things. There's yeah. people might go back to their core workouts, you know, someone that they had before that worked for them. I don't know, just in your um, sort of view, is there any things that are like particularly troublesome, maybe for people um, in this period that actually could cause some damage or or should be avoided, and maybe. Um, you know, replaced with the smaller movements?
1: Yeah, Um, you know, I mean, my background is, I I come from a martial art background. Um, I've not necessarily spent a lot of time in the gym setup, although I have worked in it a fair bit. Um, In terms of the training, um, things, so once we've, you know, had the separation in the abs, um, you want to try avoid exercises, that are heavy loaded on the abdominals Mm -hmm. so like um what I've seen in gyms and you know obviously everyone's got their different training regimes but for instance um crunches where they're lying on their back Mm -hmm. and they're curling all the way up to the knees and all of that I would avoid doing that until you've actually ideally till the um, separation is Mm -hmm. closed as much as it can yeah um you know doing you know very high weights is probably not great until you've actually built up that foundation mm-hmm. in the abdominals. Um, I find also, though, with ath- athletes, they tend to have a better sense of their bodies in general, even after birth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I find they can actually find, you know, say a plank based um, exercise, they yeah. can actually find that quite easy because muscle memory is still there, yeah. Um, so It's just kind of, it's quite hard to say because everyone has an individual experience and, you know, it depends how um, difficult they found the birth, what Mm. happened in the birth, um, what happened in their pregnancy, if they got any injuries or, you know. um, But generally, I mean, it's just sort of common sense, you know. Don't overload. Make sure when you're doing ab work, you're not kind of pushing your tummy out and doming you're mm. actually thinking about how can I recruit inwards a yeah. little bit and get that full rec- recruitment and don't do you know very fast-paced reps do it okay. slow yeah yeah controlled um I know sometimes with CrossFit they do the you know quite quick yeah. movements um, to build up those muscle fibers um which is not a bad thing but I'd generally say avoid that until you've got the foundation yeah. better slow precise and yeah with your breath is and that's a really way. good
0: point because i think a lot of people if they've done a certain training exercise before it might not necessarily obviously there is a lot of individuality here it yeah. might not necessarily be, be inappropriate but it's how you approach that movement or thing yeah. that you're doing yeah which it's might just change thinking quite about a lot. your
1: movement before you do it and then actually developing the muscle and endurance mm. again in the muscle which requires a slower pace you know, um, I think that's really key.
0: And um, one thing that I think comes up a lot and, you know, for a lot of athletes or climbers um, is, you know, they've maybe been, they've had certain goals and they have certain expectations of like, you know, their performance, I guess, from your work with people, or even just from your own experience, is there anything that you have found or people have found particularly useful in that space, you know, maybe sort of someone who is really used to setting out goals, laying out weeks, that kind yeah. of thing. I don't know, that that maybe has to change as well for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, your body's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to be a bit more gentle with yourself. And, you know, every athlete or, you know, professional performer, whether it's a dancer, or any movement um, background, they they know what their body's capable of. Mm-hmm. Now it may not be as up to scratch where they want to, but that's the easy part, actually. Mm-hmm. It's the mental acceptance of the change that you've just been through and trying to um, be okay with that mm-hmm. and set different goals. You know, it's, it's just where you're at at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know there's no reason why you can't go back to that training. But if you don't do it properly and set different kinds of expectations Mm. first, then you're going to get your injuries, Mm. you know. So um, I would always say if that's your mindset, definitely set goals, but set new goals Mm. first and then you can get back to that and really actually nurture your mental state Mm. because motherhood is – You know, it's wonderful but it's very difficult. You know, there's it's like you're learning a new skill, especially as a new mum, a new mum myself. Mm. I had to learn a lot to accept that I'm not as good as you know, I once was at mentally doing all the things that I could do in a complicated decision making process. You know, you you're distracted, you still got the mom kind of brain fog a little bit Mm, so you know some days you're training you're just not going to be there and just write it off as that's the day I can't do it and just focus on other things your mental and self-care is so important um you know because your body will do whatever your mind will tell it Mm. you know so you've got to actually accept that you know if you're not in the right head space don't do it don't don't push the pressure on yourself
0: especially at a time where i guess from those initial principles of um pilates you had but they are also there in movement for climbing and yeah, any movement focus any movement. and concentration you need that to form those yeah. like that reconnection with your core and like how your body's functioning so maybe that almost is the goal that that will be the intention of any of the exercise you do and if that can't be fulfilled yeah then it's not you know then it's time maybe to just reschedule that session or like not do it and
1: you know like motherhood and training it just takes a bit of organizing Mm -hmm. and planning and planning your day in a way that you feel capable of doing each role that you Mm. are doing you know so you know really trying to if you want to get back to training make you know don't stress about the housework or the things if you've got a partner that can help you you know take you know, the baby out for a walk or Mm -hmm. something like that so that you can actually just get into the headspace. Because I know myself personally getting back to, you know, getting my body back after childbirth, I needed baby out of the house for me to actually really be able to focus. You know, and if... If that's what it takes for you to get back to your training, don't feel guilty about it. Just, you know, yeah. um setting those kinds of um, mental spaces is actually really important, not just the physical. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thank you so it's much, a Sam. <laughs> Um, so we will link to sam's facebook page mm-hmm. and website she's mm-hmm. actually only just coming back from maternity yeah. to leave herself though but <laughs> i'm sure there's lots of great stuff on there and that's where you could get in t- contact with sam you yeah. also do one-to-one zoom consultations and yeah. stuff like that yeah. thank you so much it's a
1: pleasure thanks for having me <laughs> yeah
0: and good luck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>